Welcome to Water and Air, the podcast trailblazing the way for senior leaders and managers in law to help create culture and capability that allows themselves and their teams to shine. Just like Water and Air, it's the ordinary that creates extraordinary results. And these things can make all the difference between thriving and failing in the world of law. Join us as we uncover and share just what these ordinary things are and how to make them work for you. By Parul Patel, powered by Fuel and Move, your career gym for lawyers. For more information, click the link in the show notes below. This is the final installment of this four-part series on team togetherness, and we're still sharing the insights from the Summer of Sport webinar hosted by Fuel and Move. And today we're responding to some audience questions on the subject of selection. As we know, in law, selection, promotion, even evaluation of lawyers is heavily driven by the number of years on the job. So without further ado, let's hear what the panelists had to share about team selection and process. I don't know if in sport, have you ever experienced maybe somebody who's been in the team for, you know, maybe they were in the previous cycle and have got an automatic place in the squad or anything like, have you, do you have any experience of that? Like, can you imagine that being the case or what would happen to the squad if that was in place? In it would have been nice because it have made it easier. <laughs> but no, no, you're constantly monitored, assessed, tested, and there are parameters you're working towards and you can't just hand something to someone because for me that sets the wrong culture in that environment you know everybody's working to the best of their ability and you have to give people a chance to make it into those boats or those teams to ring fence people and create an island around them i don't think is is a very good thing to do unless there are these mavericks obviously you have certain mavericks but in our particular sport it was never done you you had to go through the same selection process every year whether you'd qualified the boat or the team for the Olympic Games, you still had to do every assessment and prove you were still up to the standard to be part of that team to go to the Olympics. So for us, it was was never a chance. You had to sit there and just tick down the days because you were going. You were always being assessed and monitored. I want to ask Josh, because of your experience in football and in that, look, in football, there is a lot more politics involved in team selections and a lot more subjectivity and then what I what we can hear happens in the Olympics. And then I wanted to speak to ask Howard and Erin to step in, because both of you have gone from sport and into leadership roles of legal teams. So I want to know how that you how you've seen that translate across. Josh first? I think similar to what Mark said, I don't think I ever saw anyone being given a an easy ride or a free ride. I think you could you could build up collateral as a as a player. You could build up, you know, have a have a good two or three seasons and then buy yourself a bit more time in the team, that type of thing. But I think it's in, in sport and I think the same in, in the legal profession, you you should definitely be you know, rewarded for being able to reach the, the set goals and, and the set, you know, the set levels you need to, to, to in order to, to play or to be picked and, and all that type of stuff. And, and generally start of each season, you rule on the knee, you know, you rule on an even level and, and then it was again, we'll go again and whoever's the best is going to get into that starting 11. And I, and you do see it in, in law firms and obviously that we had it in our firm where they were talking about promotions recently and, and saying, oh, you have to have six years experience and you have to have a certain amount of experience. And I think there is, you know, there are markers you have to set, but, but obviously people can get there quicker than others. So, and yet we saw that, you know, in sport, you'd see 
young players coming through and, and nourishing a young, you know, getting into the first team and doing well. So in the league progression, there's, you have to have parameters and you have to have those stages that people need to get to. I think what it sounds like is that in the legal profession, it would be really helpful if those parameters were set out with a lot more clarity and were linked to performance, not how old you are or how many years you've been qualified, which doesn't really tell you very much, right? Howard and Erin, if you could kind of talk to us about how you translated that meritocracy from sport into leading quite large teams. I don't think that there's a, a direct translation. I think, Vanessa, that's something you should work on trying to change in the legal profession <laughs> going forward is um, the promotion of lawyers. And, you know, even in the corporate world, I don't, yeah, I think it's unlike in team selections. And my view is a little bit different because most of my play has been on recreational teams. <laughs> and so, you know, don't have tryouts or selections for those, but thinking about how teams get selected and how that translates into the legal world, you know, I I think they're totally different and there could definitely be something that the legal world could learn from team selection in a, in a sporting sense. A few things. Well, the biggest thing I took with me from sport into the working world, I think, was my discipline, resilience, and, and determination. It, it took me a while to realize that being an ex-athlete, I had certain qualities that other people did not have. And I thought they had, because you think everyone's like you, but they're not. Well, every, you know, everyone's different. But I mean, obviously, I mean, the cream rises to the top, but I really tried to treat all my lawyers below me fairly. So obviously, some were stronger than others, but I gave them all respect. You know, the stronger lawyers got maybe more interesting files to work on, but everyone was important. Sometimes I even has to ask myself the question, do I get rid of this lawyer? And rightly or wrongly, if the lawyer was giving their best efforts or serious efforts, I kept them. If the lawyer was doing things that I thought like doing things against the team or, or being incorrect or in bad faith, I mean, that was a reason to get rid of any lawyer, even if it's your top lawyer, I mean, as was kind of said before, someone said, if it's the best athlete, if he doesn't respect the rules, I think he has to be punished as well. Because if not, that promotes the opposite of togetherness. I mean, there's got to be some resentment. But, and I don't know if you notice, I mean, there's so many things, but I'm trying to keep it. When the Italian goalie saved the last penalty kick, I don't know if you all noticed, he didn't jump up and down like a lunatic. He just gradually, I mean, he felt, I'm sure inside he was jumping up and down, but he walked off in a stoic way with dignity and pride. And I kind of admired that. It was also respect to the player who missed the penalty or all the others who missed it. But obviously people who work better merit a bit more, but there's certain rules that have to apply to everyone. Otherwise it undoes the togetherness. And the last example I'll give, we had to divide offices. And I had to make sure that everyone on the same level kind of got, I mean, the ones who are better got maybe the first choice. I had to juggle a bit, but I really had to do it in a way where everyone feels that they're being treated fairly. They know that some are better than them, some are worse, and, and they can factor that in, but they still have to be treated with respect. Otherwise, it undoes the togetherness. Thanks, Howard. Do you think that if you hadn't been involved in sport, would you have the same understanding of togetherness, trust, resilience, et cetera, as you did compared to being in sport? No. <laughs> no, I, I would have thought so. Just because I, I 
took so much experience from it at such a young age. I think it really shaped me as a person. And you can see, and Howard speaks about it, and and Aaron, you can see how they, you can see it in the environments that they work in. But but it, it definitely happens quicker. And it's just more of a, a yeah tense environment, I suppose, to develop those sort of feelings, and that, and that togetherness, and see it more. I think. Yeah, it's interesting how that intensity accelerates the the learning, the development process for these behaviours, right? Which because you can't go and get resilience by reading about it or even hearing someone else's story about resilience. Only really comes when you've been put into an environment which requires you to to respond in that way. So, just some questions to take away from this episode as we draw into a close. So what did you take away from these insights? We heard again about the importance of clarity and equitable treatment, even when it might be easier to do something else. Can you think of how you might be able to improve the criteria for your own team selection and promotion? That's it for this series on team togetherness. Let us know which bits resonated with you, what you've taken away, what you put into action, how it's working out for you. It's been a pleasure to be able to share these insights from Mark Hunter, Howard Stupp, Georgie Twig, Josh Lowe, and Erin Potemper, and extremely grateful and honoured that they were open and transparent and willing to share these things with us. Until next time, have a great week. Thank you for being part of the Fueler Move community. Make sure you never miss an episode release by subscribing and reviewing the podcast below. Also, leave your questions in the comments box below and we'll try and answer them in future episodes. For the latest on performance optimization for lawyers, you can visit fuelandmove.com. Looking forward to you joining us next time.